I'm Paul. You must be Tommy. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. <laughs> well, hello everyone. I'm Alex. And I'm Josh. And this is another week of brotherly banter. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, Let's get it. Had a lot of positive feedback on uh, the cold call segment. Uh, we're going to do that again today, uh, more specifically. Um, shout out to my buddy Corey York. I've given him a shout out before, but it's one of the football coaches at Millsaps. Called me yesterday, uh, nearly wrecked his truck, laughing so hard he almost peed himself uh, at the cold call with Jerry. So, so we like to see. So uh, Jerry's going to probably – what we like to see. <clears throat> he's going to probably need more airtime. Uh, for sure, because he makes this all more interesting. But, uh, but yeah, man, um, it's my been a good hurt. week. <laughs> well, that's my life, you yeah. know. Mama told, Mama said I thought the water was running in the middle of the night, and I said, "Oh, it's running all right, it's running all right." <laughs> so, uh, anyway, man, good times, old Jerry. Um, what's been going on oh, this Jerry. week, uh, Joshua? In uh, your Faust house. <clears throat> Uh, we all got sick. Well, me and Chelsea did. Um, not, yeah, not this week. Last week, we're just getting over it. Mm-hmm. Um, I got strep throat, and it was weird because I I didn't really have like normally when I have strep throat, like I'm instantly swallowing razor blades, mm-hmm. and it wasn't really like that. It was kind of like it started bothering me, and then uh, what 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 really hit me was body aches. Yeah. So I ended up coming home. I was running like a 101 fever. And, and the next day, Chelsea went in. She tested positive for strep and flu. So we were sick. Thankfully, the kids didn't get it, um, even though they probably gave it to us. I swear my kids are trying to kill me. They are. Uh, they are, slowly, respectfully. Slowly trying <laughs> to kill me. I mean, we, me and Chelsea did say the other day that it had been a while since – we had gotten sick, and that's probably on us. Don't ever do that. So now we're about to get in our two-week routine of somebody being on moxicillin, I feel like. <laughs> um, but other than that, everybody's fine. Everybody's good. I'm here, and we ready. <laughs> we ready. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, It's been a good week. hasn't been uh, – we just kind of feel like we're just now getting back into the – the swing of things after it's like, you know, we got back to work and everything for a week and then we were frozen in for five days and then last week. So kind of feel like we're back into the groove of everything, but, uh, yeah, man, nothing, nothing crazy going on at our house just yet. But, um, but yeah, we also have not been sick too bad and stuff, uh, here recently, knock on wood, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but you know, it, it comes in, it comes in hot when it comes in, you know, uh, not expecting it at all, but uh, but hey, uh, um, we will uh, do now. I'm pretty sure I have. I'm gonna have to go back to the doctor today because I think I'm having a a, diabetic, a diverticulitis oh, spell. Oh no! Oh no! I am 35 years old with the insides of a 68 year old man. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> Thanks, Pop. Appreciate it. Yeah. That's my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, um, we, we are going to do a cold call uh, here in, in just a minute. I do want to hit a little bit of sports uh, real quick now. But 
First off, I mean, headlining news, Mario Cristobal helicopters into Ackerman this week to visit Caleb Cunningham. Nice. That's and, crazy, uh, man. Well, I saw the <clears throat> the Choctaw County Chargers football Facebook page or athletics page posted a, um, a video of a helicopter landing on the football field, which I'm still like uh, – that, that was butter? my dog killing itself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is he all right. Uh, so you know, when we wife, were growing up. My wife said a booby trap. <laughs> <laughs> when we were growing up, the heli- the the hospital didn't have like a like they were building the new hospital and all that, and there wasn't a helicopter pad. So if something like if anyone had to be airlifted, it landed on the football field. So I'm still mm-hmm. like have that mindset. I'm seeing this video. I'm like, what is happening? Like, is everybody okay? <laughs> it's like. Thanks to Coach Cristobal and the Miami staff landing in Ackerman today. And I'm just like, oh. Miami. 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 Yeah. Uh, so, Here's I had a thing. couple coaches I, come I don't want to influence in, his decision but, whatsoever. Uh, <clears throat> and I can't remember if I said this, but I don't want him to go to Starville. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> not just because, it's our, not because that it's we're apparent Ole Miss fans, okay? But like, dude. You've got a chance to go anywhere you in want to go in the country. Why would you go to Starville? Okay, well, my family's here. I'm like, I get that, but you, you, I'm telling you, you're gonna regret. You're gonna regret it one day. You know, it wasn't like I, I I'm. I don't know. I'm just, and I, I don't. I don't care if he goes to. I don't really want him to go to Ole Miss either. I mean, I'd like to have him, but like he go to Auburn, go to Miami. You know what I mean? Go to. He's go got to, twelve. <clears throat> he narrowed it down to twelve schools. Miami actually didn't make that list of twelve, and that came out this week. Uh, so maybe that was Coach Cristobal's effort to uh, go to get Knoxville, out here and man. Put him on the, like, him on the twelve, but he's just, literally got twelve Power Five. Uh, like, I mean, he's got more than that offers, but he's narrowed it down to twelve Power Five schools. I want to say Georgia Tech and Florida State are the only two non-SEC, but I might be wrong on that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just, and it's, I obviously never had that opportunity, but it's well, kind speaking of, for some, yeah, someone who did. I mean, let me just say that. Oh God. <laughs> well, it's. Kind of, I mean, that's my thing. Is like, so if I was in that situation and I grew up an Ole Miss fan, I probably still would have went to Ole Miss, but that's still further than twenty minutes from where you grew up. Your entire, you know, like. You'd be amazed at the difference between an hour and a half makes of just getting away mm-hmm. from everything, making brand new friends, and uh, th- that that doesn't mean get rid of your old friends. I'm just saying, I mean, make meet, meet new people, you know, make new friends and see the world a little bit. I mean, who knows? He may go to Mississippi State, be all SEC, take the you know. Be a first pick in the draft in the next couple of years, and then he'll go see the world. But yeah, well, whatever. Um, he's a uh, he's a good player, and we're happy for him. Regardless, um, we pulled another stunt where, like, the day after we recorded a podcast, some significant thing happened, like Jim Harbaugh uh, going to the Chargers. So my boy got his natty and headed out. Got his natty, <clears throat> um, cheated, <clears throat> dipped out. <laughs> I'll let you guys handle all those issues. Yeah. I'll let y'all handle all those sanctions. I'll yeah. be out of here. Yeah. So uh it's kind of funny. Like I I don't know. 
it makes it makes perfect sense because at first I was like, you know, if he's gonna leave, like he needs to go ahead and get the ball rolling. But it's perfect. It I think they already had all this planned out because of, you know, their offensive coordinator who stepped in as stepped in as the interim already once, and like they already had the plan. It's like we know who our guy is. It's not like a coaching search has to happen. Mm-hmm. So it was a pretty. I think it was a pretty smooth transition. I mean, there's been Arbor, several but, NFL head coaching jobs <clears throat> open up. Yeah, a lot of people got fired. Uh, this year. Well, I'm just meaning like during the time that Jim Harbaugh was at Michigan. So oh, do you yeah. think his his plan this all along was I'm gonna win a national championship here and as soon as I do I'm out. I'm going to the NFL. Like I just it was just a feather in my cap. Boop. Yeah. You know, one and eighty, I'm gone. And I mean, maybe so. I mean that's what he did. <laughs> I feel like you probably get some incentives. You win a national championship, you probably get like a million dollar bonus. And then you just, I'm gonna get yep. my million dollar bonus, and then I'm gonna go to San Diego where it's sunshine yeah. Yeah. and 70 all and the time, not and, freezing all the and time, and not <laughs> Ann Arbor, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't blame the guy. I mean, and the thing is, is he's uh, San Diego is a good team. You know, it's, they're not like Dan Campbell taking over the Detroit Lions three years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got Justin Herbert. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And Austin Eckler's a probably top three running backs in the league. Um anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, he's gone. He gone. Well. Uh well the inevitable, what seemed like inevitable happened. Um and his brother just John. Yeah. They just took a dump on the fifty took yard a dump line on the field, on their own and, fifty yard line, uh, and got beat by the Chiefs. Let the Chiefs win, and so now we're going to have a swift Kelsey Super Bowl. But, hey, our sister is one of those who posted. I'm rooting for Taylor Swift's boyfriend's team the other night. Yeah, we got in a, a uh, we got in a Facebook battle. <laughs> I was a, I was instantly outnumbered. There was about three other uh, <clears throat> female females that were just. Okay, this is it. <laughs> okay, you know, <laughs> I've had it. Shut up. Uh, so you don't know what summary. you're talking about. <clears throat> so I said when she said that when she posted that, my response was, uh, that she's a stage five clinger. Oh yeah, uh huh. <clears throat> and she was like, I saw yeah. that. Somebody was like, you take that back, and somebody else was like, stage five's not that bad. <laughs> um, uh. And then I said, I bet she says I love you on the first date, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. So, yeah, she'll be there. Usher will be the halftime performer. Um, so we got the Chiefs and we got the 49ers. Dead gummit. And uh, I'm pretty sure Reba McIntyre seen the national anthem. Is she? Okay. I, I want to say I, I, I saw that. I think you're but... right. So Taylor's going to make an appearance <clears throat> Yeah, she's actually somewhere. she's on tour in Tokyo. Oh, she's gonna hop back. on a plane. Yeah, no, they, they, everyone's been. Uh, I saw this joke that said there's a flight from Tokyo to Kansas, or no, there's a flight to Kansas City from Kansas City to Las Vegas, I think. And it's called 1989, flight 1989, in honor of her like album. And then the oh, flight God. back from Vegas to Kansas City is flight 87 for his number. So. That's just when you have more money than God, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, so, it's like... When you're uh, making it big. Yeah, and it's like, people are like, well, she's going to be tired from all that travel, like... No, she's not. No, 
what she's I mean, gonna be sleeping on a king bed in a plane. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm sure that um <clears throat> when she gets back, if she's just tired, she could say, you know, sorry, Japan, I'm pretty tired. I don't need your money. I'm gonna I go. I think to I'll sp- go home now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh yeah, and just go home and sleep. Yeah. She's good. You know? Yeah. Well, my summary of the 49ers and Detroit game, first off, Detroit just played awful. Dan Campbell made too many. They played awful the second half. Yes, yes. Sorry. They sorry. killed it the first yeah, half. The first half, I was and like, oh my gosh. They who got is outscored this? by, was it like 28 points yeah, in the like second unanswered half? Unanswered points, just never scored again. So, uh, yeah. So, till the um, very end. So my my synopsis of that game was I'm happy for Brock Purdy because he's an excellent dude. Uh, I do, like but him. I hate it for Detroit because I wanted them to win. Yeah. It'd be the Cinderella story, but you know it is. I what mean, it Brock is. Purdy's a Cinderella story. <clears throat> that is true. Um, they could make a movie about that dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but they they could also make a pretty good movie about Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. Absolutely. And the seasons that they've had in the past couple of you know decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they blew it. Of course, the teams that I want to win are not going to win. I didn't want the Chiefs to win. They won. I didn't want the 49ers to win. They won. So, it depends it on, I mean, who do, whoever I want to win the Super Bowl, y'all just take take your mortgage and drive down there to Vicksburg and uh, go ahead and drop that down <laughs> on <laughs> the opposite of what I would like to win. The opposite team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I hate it for Detroit. But, yeah, Brock Purdy is is awesome. His, like, he was in an interview, was asked what his thought process was at halftime, being down 24 to 7 or whatever it mm-hmm. was. And he said his response was, our, he said, I was just literally thinking, like, how can, like, in what way can I respond that it would, give God the most glory. That was his response, like live or something like that. And it was just like one of those situations where it's like, huh? Like even, even me, I'm like, really? That was your, and he's just like, man, God got us here. Like, how can I glorify God? And uh, we were talking about that in my men's Bible study that meets on Tuesday mornings. And I was like, yeah, he's definitely, he's like, I feel like I see a lot of more genuine faith aspects in him. He's not the guy that's like after a game, like, first of all, I just want to thank God and Jesus. Uh, For this win today, God. Uh, man, the enemy was being sus today. We could write <laughs> our own gospel by Gen Z mm-hmm. segment like we did last time, but uh, respectfully. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, he's he's We're really free. he's he's uh he's cool. But I don't um, spit it. That's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Let the Holy Spirit cook. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I'm trying to get better at like saying Gen Z things. Just you know what what which ones work for me. And when I was preaching last Wednesday night at what church, is, what is no cap? What does that mean? Um, I don't know what the actual no chill. What does that mean? Just like uh, so, we teach us. We teach the we teach a third grade class at at uh, at church. Uh huh. And one of the little That's kids fun. in there was said something was no cap. Yeah, I mean it means like something's like really good, like. Um, Let's give that a Google. Like no lie for real, like okay. that's what that means. Um, no cap. no cap. So, um, but yeah, like I was preaching last Wednesday, and I was like talking about Exodus about the time where Moses starts to pronounce plagues 
onto the people of Egypt, the Pharaoh. And <laughs> I was like, and we're about to get to the point in a minute where uh, uh, God lets Moses cook. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like that worked. And I like I had to address it. And I was like, sorry, I'm trying to trying to slide these in when I can. So I like that. I, I mean, I like that's probably my favorite. Yeah. I also heard this one on Moses TikTok or something last live night. Live rent free in Pharaoh's <laughs> head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. There we go. Uh, we're we're getting doing, it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Look at us. Look at us. No, it was like, uh, oh gosh, last night it was like when these students were telling this teacher uh, four plus four, which obviously means eight, and it's there's a term now. It's like ate. Like you ate that means like you killed it. Um, but then like if it's they'll also say like. She thought she was eating, but it's like, or she thought she ate that. <laughs> and it's like, you thought you were killing it, but you weren't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so apparently that's the thing. So I, I don't know, man, but we should just start making our own. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a whole other vocabulary, I feel like. I mean, when I was in high school, we had stupid, like, we had like one or two words, one or two sayings that we would say that nobody really understood what we were talking about except our right. friend group, you know. And uh huh. But I don't, I don't remember it being... I don't know this many words. Yeah, well, I mean, you I guess heard that the, you, I mean the social media aspect of that whole deal. But yeah, you've heard the Trill song guy from TikTok. Trill song. Yeah, let me like. You've heard this one here. Let me uh, let me play it for us. Well, good morning. How is everyone this Sunday? Has everybody tried that new coffee out in the community center? I gotta say. <laughs> Your love is but Oh yeah, yeah What's going on? Everybody sing Church I'm leading worship on Sunday We ought to do this one, right? <laughs> Your love is bus Bus The only thing I put my trust in Bus Bus in for real <laughs> Your love is dead ass Your love is dead ass Put my head <laughs> Yeah, so Trill Song is it, man. He helps. He helps us. Uh, one of my college students bought me a shirt that says uh, "Devil equals no riz" because if his song says "Devil ain't got no riz," yeah, devil ain't got no. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I love wearing that shirt all the time. But um, yeah, so we gotta you know brush brush up our Gen Z vocabulary. Maybe we could uh, make some of our own you know terms. Oh yeah. Anyway. Um, Cold call next? Hey, who are we thinking? I was thinking about, uh, call my buddy, a fan. A fan? Yeah. We'll give him a shout and hopefully he don't talk too bad about me. <laughs> I'd love to hear you know, Ethan's thoughts on your whole, uh, the brisket you attempt, oh, attempted gosh. to cook this past weekend. So should I tell the story and then call him about that <clears throat> or... Um, let's go ahead and call him, and uh, we can maybe give details. He's bussing, bussing. Mm-hmm. Put on this. Uh... Let's go. I just about to call you. How we feeling? Feeling, I'm feeling good. What's up? You're on brotherly banner cold calls. <laughs> oh no! Yes, yes. <laughs> Don't do it to me. Well, I already have a you know, I have an agenda agenda. 
played out. So Alex is wanting to know how my whole – for those of you who don't know, this is uh, Mississippi College men's golf coach, Ethan Dome. Big Texas A&M guy. Big Texas guy. Uh, (laughs) You know, his cowboys um, (laughs) – his cowboys kind of let him down. But his Texas – (laughs) <laughs> Dak. <laughs> uh, Ethan's a big Dak fan. So big Dak, huge, huge Dak fan. Uh, he loves huge Dak. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So but so that also makes him a barbecue extraordinaire. Mm. Um. He he and I both have a uh, a Traeger pellet grill and. So he's kind of perfected it. I'm just making a mess. So I decided to dive right in and smoke a brisket. Uh, Last week. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, – so I. you told me to get a brisket flat. Um, I figured that would probably be the, the best way to start. A little bit leaner piece of meat. I don't have to shave all this fat cap off and – Square it off, and then next thing you know, I'm just left with a ten ounce fillet. <laughs> right. um, so I don't know. I, I had Ethan kind of. We were texting, and you know, do this, do that, and uh, so I put it on. You know, early that morning, let it rock and roll for. I don't know. I feel like you always tell me something. Like you leave something out until the end of the yeah. cook, <laughs> yeah. where it's like, dog, you know. So I'm like, all right, well, I've been seeing people like they'll, we're gonna sprinkle some. Uh, I'm gonna put some seasoning on it, and then I'm gonna let it sit there in that seasoning for like 12 hours, 24 hours. Yeah. So I, I said that to Ethan, and Ethan's like, um, you better wrap it good. You know, it's going to dry out. I'm like, what? Where, where's this now? You know, like, <laughs> I've never heard you say that one time. <laughs> like, it just all of a sudden, well, well you screwed it up. It's dead. It's yeah. Dead. I said, yeah. I, I knew you'd probably season it, and you just set it on a baking sheet and just put it in the fridge. <laughs> That's not good? Just, that would, yeah, that would hurt it? Gray. Yeah. It just <laughs> dry out. Yeah, yeah you got to lock in that moisture. Right. So, oh, yeah. That's what oh, I do. Yeah. So, salt, I do. salt, pepper, garlic, Texas barbecue. Uh, That's right. Some coarse black pepper. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, anyways, I'm doing the whole cook, and um, I pull it off at what I believe is 165, and... Um, I don't know. I had butcher paper. Um, I really wanted some beef tallow, right? Because right. Ethan's like, man, you got to get some of that. Well, nobody has it in America. It's um, <laughs> a Franklin secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that so, so he told me that when it was way too late for me to try to go get uh, some beef tallow to kind of make that a little more juicy. No, I tell you what. Now, what you did do was. You're like, yeah, you can go get some, but then you said that you had some, so I was like, well, if I can't find it, I'll use I'll use his. Right. And uh, but then by the time where it's too late, you're like, yeah, mine's bad. 
Yeah, it was it expired like in uh, 2022. Yeah. <clears throat> so I didn't risk it. Pulled it off yeah. at 165, wrapped it in butcher paper. I spritzed the butcher paper, spritzed the meat, wrapped some butter in, in, in there, rolled it back up in butcher paper, put it back on. All right, so... Anyways, we let it we let it cook again till it says two oh five, whatever. I'm thinking and I'm using my other thermometer. Uh, because my other probe has been messing up. Okay. And it was like saying that it was like lower. So my actual Traeger probe was seven degrees lower than what the other one was saying. So it wasn't getting all accurate. the way to six one sixty five, or all the way to two oh five. Gotcha. Um, so, anyways, I pull it off at what I think is two oh five. Wrap it in a towel, put it in a cooler for like three hours, and <laughs> so I'm telling Ethan, I was like, "All right, screw it, I'm I'm taking it out." So he's like, "Video it." <laughs> and as soon as I got. As soon as I got that uh, that brisket out of there, I was like, "Yeah, we ain't videoing this." <laughs> <laughs> like, I set it down and like I could like poke my finger, you know. And uh, but anyways, here's the deal: it was edible. It'd be like if you went to like Dickie's Barbecue right now and they nuked you some brisket. That's what it would taste like. Yeah, you know it you wasn't slathering sauce. Yeah, yeah, just slathering sauce covered up. It was done. I mean, it tasted like brisket. It just well wasn't done. done. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess here's here's my thing is I don't know if the dead gum thing was overcooked or undercooked. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know it wasn't like pink. It had a really good smoke ring. You know, it looked I good. Know, it it looked good. apart. Um. So then we I show him all this and all that, and he goes. He's like, did you cook it fat cap down or fat cap up? I was like, down. He's like, here's your problem. I was like, why didn't you tell me this like 24 hours ago? And I know why, because he don't want me to. He don't want me to be successful. No, no. On my no. on my smoker, I have to do uh, with brisket. I do fat side down because more heat, uh, more heat generates. We can't hear you. My bad. Uh, more heat generates uh, from like the like the bottom. So. If I do fat side up with a brisket, at least uh, it'll because I have to keep it on there longer. It will make our. Um, yeah, but you have a ceramic. That's what I'm saying. It's like the bottom of that meat, like is more lean down there. It'll get kind of hard. So if I do fat side down, the fat kind of absorbs all that, and it'll keep the top of that uh, like more lean side of the um, the meat from getting too crispy. Crispy, crispy. Well, maybe it's just for us. Pellet grill. We're not even real barbecuers, you know. I say, we we literally plug our smokers into an outlet. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> cut it on, you know. Uh, we and just twist a knob and let it go. Yeah. And speaking of that, so I tell you, my probe was jacked up. So for for those of you that have have had a similar problem, let me tell you what you do. So there's this neat thing called probe calibration. So I have a probe that plugs into my grill that I can plug into the meat that I can watch on an app from anywhere and see the internal temperature of my meat. Mm. <laughs> Calibration. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so I don't, I didn't calibrate it at all. I haven't. Nothing in the directions was like, this is a pretty important thing. Okay. Which it is, obviously. So 
<clears throat> it was like, we'll get you around 15 degrees of what it actually is, but you need to narrow it down to what you want. You got to calibrate it, and here's how you do it. So you hit calibrate. You basically put ice cold water, a glass full of ice. It's 32 degrees. Put the probe down in it, and it should read 32 degrees, 33, 32, pretty close. Mm-hmm. And so I did that, hit calibrate, and then, but what it was reading when I put that probe into that ice water, it was saying it was 25 degrees, not 32. Mm. So it was seven degrees. Is that right? Math mm-hmm. is hard. Seven degrees yep. lower temperature than what is actually pumping out. So if I'm pulling it off at, you know, 165, it's really 158 and yeah. it's not good. It's not close. Wrapping it before the stall. Yeah. Yeah. So, so wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be the other way? No, like. Wouldn't it actually be hotter? Yeah, you're right. It's reading 165. That means it's actually like 172. Probably. Right. So that's why I was over. You, you've been pulling your brisket to like seven seven degrees. degrees. <laughs> <laughs> you pulled your you wait. Pull, what you pull your if your if your probe, all right, is reading like if it's reading like if it's giving you seven degrees lower than it is. Like you said, it's supposed to say 33, and it said 25. Mm-hmm. That means it's the the actual temperature is plus 7, not minus 7. Yeah. So when you read 165, it was actually 172. And then when you read 205, it was actually 212. <laughs> the temperature of boiling water. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the – so, all right. So but here's what I can't understand, though, is, all right, so if let's say that the brisket was overcooked, okay? Yeah. Um. But the first theoretically, <laughs> hypothetically, okay, um, uh, it tastes like beef jerky. No, um, but but so all right. So let's say that it was overcooked. Well, what about so the very first cook that I did on there was a pork butt, mm-hmm. and it wasn't done. Like, I mean, it was done, but like I I couldn't like just pull the bone out. Like it, it took t- like it was felt like it needed to sit there for a little bit longer. Yeah, I feel like you, you didn't let that one rest yeah. long enough. How long did you let it you rest? Like you were just too excited to eat it, and you just pulled it off. And You're just, too excitable. Yeah, but I would think that I would think that um, I'll I'll let a pork butt rest probably no no less than an hour, usually an hour or yeah. two. I still don't think it would have made any difference. It wouldn't have made a difference between me pulling that bone out and not. Like I should be able to pull the bone out right off the smoker. And then letting it rest for an hour, two hours is just going to make it even more tender. But that wasn't the case. Like that dude was that 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 bone was in there, dog. <laughs> I could have got it out with some vice grips. Uh, and anyways, it was just a fiasco. You were a part of it. I think you're just trying to sabotage my cooking. So no, I'm just I'm waiting for uh, for smoke number four. <laughs> yeah, what should we do? I got a twenty. I got a twenty-two dollar, good as cash, uh, thing in the mail from Costco. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I got a bunch of meat in my freezer too. I got a bunch of ribs and stuff. Need to do those soon. Spare ribs? <laughs> if the moon was made of a spare rib, would you eat it? 
heck I would. I'd go back for seconds. Unless Josh smoked it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, Coach. Well, you got your uh, first tournament coming up, huh? Yeah. Leaving uh, next Saturday at Houston. Houston, Woo! Texas. Houston, Texas. What's the name of the tournament? The Houston. It's the Houston Classic. It's hosted by uh, Southern Nazarene out of Oklahoma. Oh, wow. The Nazarene. It's a good track. It's a good it track. Is a good track. It used to be a, a PGA Tour course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they played. Uh, where did they play? They played the Shell Houston Open there for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, they played the Houston Open at uh, another course down there. Didn't like Poulter win the last time it yeah, was out Poulter. there? Yeah, I think he did. Um, mm-hmm. I think so. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I'll holler at you later. Yeah. So. Sounds good. But uh, I made my first appearance on the podcast. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Maybe you'll listen to it now. <laughs> yeah. No. Just make sure you tag me in this episode. I oh, got yeah, you. For sure. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, we'll buddy. See we'll see you. All right. We'll see you. Well. Oh, Ethan. A fan. A fan. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, barbecuing is an art, you know. Got to give yourself it a is. lot of grace. Got to learn. You either get into, like I said, we said it. You get into World War II history or smoking meat, you know. <laughs> it's just or guns. Early onset Republican. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yep. yeah. So, just also every guy, every man's smoker is different, you know. So you got to learn. You got to learn your smoker, man. I feel like everybody's is the same except <laughs> mine. <laughs> like mine's yeah. the only one that's messed up. That's just a saying for people who don't know how to use it. So <laughs> I guess so. Well, so anyways, um, I didn't really go into, I mean, I told you about calibrating in all 32 yeah. degrees. So it was set at 25. So uh, what I had to do was you hit offset mm-hmm. on the grill. So you just offset the temperature seven degrees up. Oh, Okay. So now when it, you stick that thermometer down in there, it says 32 degrees. I don't know what to do at this point. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we've, I guess it's just, I thought it was just going to be perfect right out of the, right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. But we'll get it. We'll get there. But it's just one of those things. Smoking <clears throat> meat is one of those things, though. It's not like I told, I told Ethan, I was like, man, I'm just going to get into baking. You know, I'm just going to start baking cookies for everybody, you know, uh, cakes. I'm waiting on my sourdough to rise. I'm waiting on my yeast to rise. Yeah. Uh, I'm baking pies for Christmas. Um, but no, like either that or a Blackstone. I just cook a bocce every week. Yeah. So, all right. So I got a, I got a massive breakfast, Cook 12 eggs, you know, just because I could. But no. I, it's just the thing about smoking meat is, is you have the meat, you do it, you sit there, you wait it out, you let it rest, and then it's 12 hours later and your product is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's disappointing to say the least. Yeah, well, oh man, oh man, you'll get there. Um, well, uh, Anyway, well, did you did you find another one of those things? Uh, what the gospel by Gen Z? Yeah, um, I haven't. 
I haven't looked. There we'll do it next. Another, we'll another do it story, next week. But yeah, I was going to save it for for the next episode. Uh, I'm trying to get the actual book, so I got all of them. Um, yeah. But anyway, <clears throat> but uh, any closing thoughts, Joshua? Um, anything pertinent going on this week? Mm. I'm sure a fantastic headline will come out tomorrow, just in time for. Yeah, some big news is going to come out tomorrow. Y'all just get ready. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really have anything going on this weekend. Um, I would say uh, so. So it's not this Sunday; it'll be next Sunday. So next week we can do our uh, Super Bowl predictions. Mm. What we think is going to happen, mm-hmm. but uh, I already yeah, already told you what's going to happen. <laughs> Whoever you want to win will not. So. Right, that. So the Super Bowl <clears throat> is the eleventh. Correct. Okay, so that's two Sundays. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll have to chat about that. Um, Let's see what the business is. We'll definitely have to do a podcast that Monday after the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, maybe. But cool, <laughs> man. Well, I, that's all I got. Yeah. Well, good to see you. <clears throat> yeah. Thank you all for listening. And good uh, to see you. <laughs> we Sorry. will. Uh, we'll be hop back, hopping back on here next week to catch up, and and yeah, we can see another. Cold call segment, hopefully another gospel by Gen Z segment, and uh, yeah, do some Super Bowl predictions. So um, if uh, you've got your own Super Bowl predictions, uh, we'll prompt you then next week to give us uh, give those to us uh, on Instagram. So be on the lookout for that. And um, yeah, until next time, this is Brotherly Banter. We'll see you all later. See you. Last night we let <laughs> Last night we let the liquor talk I can't remember everything we said But we said it all You told me that you wish I would